Welcome to the Brian Piergrossi Podcast, the podcast community for living your best life and creating a more beautiful world. Each episode, we inquire into the frontiers of inner peace, love, freedom, creativity, and empowerment with authors, artists, musicians, healers, spiritual teachers, yogis, activists, revolutionaries, entrepreneurs, comedians, scientists, psychologists, poets, mystics, and you. These conversations are unedited and always 100% authentic to how they happened. I'm your host, personal coach and author Brian Piergrossi. I've worked for over 13 years with thousands of people around the world to break through unconscious limiting belief systems and bring healing, transformation, and inspired manifestation to those who are ready and interested. For online personal sessions with me or in-person sessions with me in the magic of the Blue Ridge Mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, contact me at thebigglow.com. The sponsor of this podcast is you. If you appreciate our community, become a patron supporter at patreon.com slash thebigglow. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Brian Pergrosi podcast. That's me, my great friend Ash Ruiz with us. Hello, Ash. Hello there, Brian Piragrosi podcast. So Joining happy from, to be here. So happy to have you here. Joining us from Boulder, Colorado. You've been yes. there since like January. What, what month did you move? I mean, you've been there before, but you're returning. Yeah. Since what date? I what did. Date? I did. Or what My month? returning date was in February. Mm. Yeah. And we had this awesome New Year's Eve event uh, we did in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, it was so um, good. So Which was really awesome. what a way to set the tone for the year. What a come. way to set the tone and the year has gone nothing like what we envisioned, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is exactly what I had on my dream board. Yeah, we actually talked about all of this. This is what's going to happen. That's going to happen. We, we planned it all out on January. It's all our fault. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's great to have you here with me and with us. And um, we were just kind of talking about Oh, what's the theme? What was this? Let's just be in the present moment and see, see what arises. Let's right. see what kind of theme finds us. <laughs> but, um, you know, one of the things, the way I first um, connected with you more deeply was through your satsang way back in the day. And what was that, like 10 years ago now? Oh, my gosh. For real? 10 years ago. That's amazing. Probably. At least, mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah. At least, yeah. yeah. Um, in Miami. Florida. And those were such, those, those are still such beautiful, powerful memories for me. You know, me it just kind of be this, you never knew who quite was going to show up or who wasn't. And sometimes <laughs> right. it would be regular. Sometimes it'd be just some random person. Like everyone's like, who's that? I think, I think I think they here. <laughs> but it was always perfect. Always the perfect people that were yes. there. Um, and sometimes it was a nice intimate group and we could just go deep and ask questions. Yeah. And then we'd always go out for Cuban food at your favorite yeah. At the end, and you would, you would order for me in Spanish, and uh, then we'd have like post 
post sat song sat song <laughs> so good so um, such a ripe time <laughs> yeah to go deep that's such a great deep. gift you offered to the world is your sat song which was really um valuable for me at that time as a confirmation and i know you're doing it you you've been doing them online i think you did one in person right this week right yes um last night was my first in-person satsang since the global plot twist and it's, <laughs> <laughs> it was so beautiful <laughs> so what is a what, what is your intention for a satsang what is it for people that don't know that term like what is a satsang and what is an an ashrui satsang what i love about a satsang is that you know it really doesn't matter what events are happening on the planet it doesn't matter what events are happening in mind doesn't matter what the circumstances are it doesn't matter any apparent uh, perceptual poetic display you know of life however it may be positive negative or neutral um, with satsang the invitation is always in this moment to recognize what remains free what remains clear, what remains stainless, what remains open, what remains innocent, what remains loving and kind. To notice the truth of who you are closer than any of the wondrous descriptions that naturally come and go. Yeah. Beautiful. <clears throat> and it, that feels really valuable because obviously that's not a message that is you hear often in like the mainstream media or, you know, the, the different yeah, channels or mainstream that we have. spirituality mainstream mm -hmm. spirituality even true mm -hmm. or even new age spirituality uh -huh. so 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 yeah to have a, a space of community of people that are on that same path of ec inquiry and exploration together feels really valuable to bring people together i feel that way. too yeah it's really yeah. sweet it makes me so happy to see someone have a relaxed face <laughs> and breathe a little <laughs> deeper it's like yay <laughs> so much of it really is about liberation, right? About freedom. Yeah. I think one of your, um, what, what do you call those things? Your, your phrases for your, uh -huh. your webs, empowered liberation. Wasn't that one of the, yes. You, yeah. Empowered liberation. <laughs> yeah. And, and we think that freedom it, initially, we think that freedom is outside of us, yes. right? But freedom is really who we are, right? Exactly. Yeah. A really interesting twist on things. It's a radical uh, shift in perspective. <laughs> that deepening of self-awareness. Yeah. What are you finding are, are some of the things right now? I'm sure there's a lot of different things because there's so much happening for people. Uh -huh. What are you finding are some of the things that are really people are getting stuck or they're getting caught up in right now that are yeah. kind of patterns or themes? Well, you know, it's, it's so interesting because there appears to be such, um, uh, you know, part of the, the narrative is the division that's occurring, occurring um, uh, all the different narratives that are present, all the different perspectives, and um, people really wanting to be on the right side of history. People really wanting to be with the good mm -hmm. guys, people really wanting to contribute in, in good ways, you know, have their energy, have their life force, uh, be a part of the solution, be a part of the, and, you know, um, and then the frustration, the exhaust, the exhaustion that's there, um, you know, some beloveds are putting so much energy into this, then all of a sudden it's debunked, or, or something happens, and oh, oh, wow, you know, or it's a psyop, it's a psychop, it's a this, a, oh, they're to put, to put energy here, and, and, uh, and so it's kind of like 
also what I notice is, is the innocence and when we're in trying to solve the problem of the same mind that created the problem, all of our uh, sacred beliefs turn into dogma. Um, and, and we end up being the very same thing that we're supposedly fighting against. And it's, it's very innocent. It's a, it's a natural uh, aspect of mind. It's a way of refueling this, uh, this dream of separation. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really sweet to, to recognize the option to be skilled at noticing when that's occurring and, and to stop, to, to step mm. off the Ferris wheel, to step off the karmic wheel. Um, yeah, to actually um, contribute uh, to the peace in the world as opposed to the suffering and the pain and the confusion. Well, there's something really interesting in there to me. What you said is mm -hmm. people want to be the good guys. Right. So they want to yes. feel like um, I want to be a crusader mm -hmm. for whatever. Everybody has their different thing. I think that's the first thing that's interesting is like, yeah, there, there'll be these two sides and you're on the good side. But then if you look closer from our objective thing, you, you'll notice usually or I say almost always those other people think they're on the good team, too. They think they're mm -hmm. on the good side. God, <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's praying to this God. <laughs> Yeah, the universe is on my side, all the universe on this. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's so very fascinating. And then there we are, even if we're using language such as oneness or mm -hmm. awakening or mm -hmm. the great awakening or wholeness or, or truth or facts, there we are contributing, you know, with all the best intentions. It's kind of like when we're living from mind, we want to contribute peace. Let's say we want to contribute clarity to the world. And then what we end up doing is contributing confusion to the world. Mm. <laughs> when we want to contribute peace to the world, we end up contributing war to the world. Mm. And, you know, that's what's really interesting with the invitation of satsang, because it's about recognizing what's here. You know, the peace that's here, the clarity that's here. Maybe you don't need to contribute peace to the world. Maybe you don't need to contribute clarity to the world maybe in your willingness to recognize and to stop um, being engaged in the suffering and the confusion and the, and the fear um, that you're automatically serving this whole planet with your presence, you know, with your, with your rest. <laughs> so you can get, let's take peace. So uh -huh. you can get attached to a, uh, belief about what's going to bring peace yes. and try to force that into being or push that into the world yes. and make people yes. make people believe it and we're yes. actually without realizing it creating psychological violence yes yeah as we're actually living to, as that violence mm -hmm. as opposed to recognizing the peace that's here and sort of embodying that or bringing that awareness yeah being a, a light for that awareness to come into the world. Yeah, yeah. Another way of saying it is being an available space nice, for a solution yeah. that isn't bound to the past to have a chance to blossom, have a chance to sprout and come through. Not being bound to the past, that is a, that's huge. I mean, that's, yeah. what is it, what is it like to not, it's a funny question, but what is it like to not be bound to the past? <laughs> Go wherever you want with that. 
<laughs> Ooh, baby, 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 baby. <laughs> Salt and pepper comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, to not be bound to the past. I mean, my goodness, what a relief. I love how Byron Katie says, you know, the best thing about the past is that it's over. <laughs> it's over. And what I really love about it is that, you know, it's kind of like what we love about art and music and creativity and, uh, you know, being in the flow and, and, um, you know, it's like, it's like with art and music and creativity and, and dance and it's like being present and you have artists talking about that space of when I'm painting, I'm, nobody's there, hours go by. When I'm in this recording studio, when I'm writing a song, you know, I don't even know. It's like you're out of the way and because you're out of the way, you know, you're available for, you know, the inexhaustible creative force that is this universe, that is this love to just use every part of you. Nothing is, is, is wasted. Every part of your intellect, every part of your being, every part of your, your experience. And, um, and it's really sweet. You know, it's kind of like we're shifting from relying on the known to relying on an unknown intelligence, an open space. And uh, there's so, you know, it takes a lot of courage not to, not to rest on a ledge of um, an assumption. Beautiful. <clears throat> and you can, it's like you're aware, you can have, if I say, you know, what happened last, what happened on New Year's Day? Oh, yeah. You could, that memory comes up, and it comes up in the present moment. Um, but it's like you're not, there's not a, a, a weight or, or an energy around it it's not a, it's, there's not an attachment or identification to it right so beautifully put yeah it's like you're free to actually enjoy the past you're free to actually enjoy the story you're free to actually enjoy you know this this perceptual poetry this dynamic display of consciousness and meet it spaciously you know and you're free to have opinions and you're free to have a sense of i'm i'm feeling i'm feeling you know this side i'm feeling this element i'm feeling and but you're meeting it spaciously where it doesn't become where you're not dehumanizing anyone that doesn't see the way you see it mm -hmm. yeah let's talk about that that feels really important um yeah so there's like this neutrality but and there's this kind of openness and this availability to the intelligence of the moment and out of that could arise and here's my opinion or here's my preference mm -hmm. or even some sort of yeah. activism, right? Or, yeah. or taking yeah. some sort of a stand on something, but yes. there's a different quality to it when it comes from this kind of unity consciousness than when it comes from this egoic separation, right? So let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah, well, one thing that comes to mind, you know, it's a little bit of an extreme example, but I heard this beautiful story about a Tibetan monk that was captured by the Chinese government many, many years ago, was put in jail, solitary confinement for 20 years. And every day he was beaten. And when he was finally released, he was um, in an audience with the Dalai Lama. And the Dalai, the Dalai Lama asked him, um, what was the most challenging part of that experience? And this Tibetan monk said, the most challenging part was noticing when I was about to lose compassion for the Chinese. 
lose mm. my compassion for the Chinese. Mm. And so the option of recognizing and valuing compassion and valuing human life and valuing um, over, you know, these uh, ideas of what we think is best, of what we think should happen, of what we think shouldn't happen, of mm -hmm. where we think the problem is, or who we think, who the new devil is, who the new demon is, mm -hmm. who the new savior is, who the new Jesus is. Um, yeah, really powerful option to, to, to hold all of that spaciously. Yeah. <clears throat> and being able to, to when it, when it feels like it's innate in, inside you to take a, a stand for something or to speak out for something, like how do you do that without making the other, whoever the other is, you know? And like I, for example, I saw there was a point where you were mm -hmm. making some statements about police brutality and racial equality and things like that. Yes. It got a little yeah. contentious on your yes. on your platform for a little while which isn't, uh -huh. isn't normal so i'm sure that was kind of surprising uh -huh. for people uh-huh yeah. yeah talk about yeah that. <laughs> yeah i just love to speak about it so so very good <laughs> yeah so it's 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 noticing you know um here we are in mm -hmm. in this experience and um you know if something resonates uh to speak about it's so nice to be willing to be wrong it's so nice mm. to be willing to make a mistake mm. it's so nice to be willing to be rejected or willing to be judged um mm. you know from that space it's like we get to actually have an authentic voice and mm. um and also i think it's really in that willing to be wrong you get to hold whatever it whatever the thought whatever the the um the movement is spaciously it, it doesn't mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this solid thing you know um and and in that spaciousness uh what's present is also curiosity and what's also present is re reverence and respect you know it's like oh i'm so curious uh it's like what a gift that we have all of these authentic viewpoints you know yeah. how do you see it <clears throat> you know how do you and your sovereign God, unique emanation of life. How do you see this? And um, and uh, and then it's also fun. How solidly do you see this? Uh, and uh, and and it's so so very interesting. Yeah, it's been super fascinating this year because I feel like generally everybody in our community has kind of seen things pretty much the same way. You mean, which is kind of the simplest understanding of how we see the world, you know, you know, politically, <laughs> socially, culturally. Uh -huh. like that's Indeed. all just got blown up this year. Like that all just like, now everybody's <laughs> fighting with everybody. There's all these factions and divisions and so fascinating. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, P, Q, R, S, T, U, P, W, S, Y, Yeah. Yeah. So, but it feels like what you, to me, what you're saying is exactly what I'm, what I'm seeing too, is like, you know, here's my perspective and I'm really interested because, you know, right now it's like this polarization of like, see it the way I see it or you're evil and you're a monster and you're, you know, I hate you and, yeah, you know, yeah. but here's my perspective and I'm really interested and curious in your perspective and where you're coming from and, yeah. you know, how do you see things and because you're an aspect of me, so you're, yeah. you're just another angle, a point of view for me yeah. and yeah. I can expand my consciousness through getting your perspective on how you see it yeah. and like yeah. having more of kind of like 
and it's hard to do through social media, which is mostly with the lockdowns. And that's how we've been communicating mm-hmm. mostly in person mm-hmm. is so much easier, better, yeah. but having encouraging that kind of like, you know, kind of curiosity and, and dialogue and, you know, um, yeah. that feels like that's the way forward. Yeah. To, to consider, you know, the possibility mm-hmm. that each of us hold a piece of the puzzle, you know, to consider the possibility that each of us, um, are part of the are part of this the not just the problem mm-hmm. but also part of the solution mm-hmm. <laughs> i think a lot of the anger because there's been a lot of anger a lot of you know outrage yeah. and so forth mm-hmm. and i'm looking thinking at it right now and i think it's like people feel like they're not heard or their their perspective is not important or it's not being valued yes. you know yes yes mm-hmm. that so just, can be, that's hopeless <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I mean, just in the sense of, you know, when we look at like the basic assumptions from which we kind of operate our experience of relationship and self-worth and, and our place in the world and, you know, ideas like I need to be understood or um, I need to be seen, I need to be heard. And, uh, and then, you know, if, if it, then it appears that that's not happening, um, you know, we feel victimized. And when mm. we feel like a victim, you know, there's nothing more violent, as, as Byron Katie says, which I think is really, uh, really true. Um, and, and it's so very interesting, because all of a sudden, someone's face changes in an instant, and, or their words change in an instant, and they don't even notice that they're being the same energy that they're fighting against, the same energy that they are condemning. And... Um, yeah. And that's, that's, that's just an overlooking of the option of to actually embody and come from a space of, of love and come from a space of light and come from a space of freedom. Yeah. Totally. totally. I think one of the things interesting too, which is a fine line that I in, intend mm-hmm. to walk is mm-hmm. having compassion for somebody when they're moving through something without keeping them stuck in a victimization role right it feels like that's that's a really important thing that's because a lot of that energy right now people want to be in the victim thing um but at the same time they're they're hurting or they're in some kind of a pain so how do we acknowledge what they're without keeping them stuck in that in that role yeah yeah it's so interesting you know one thing that's really fun you know um it's so powerful when we you know the gift of taking the time to be with oneself the gift mm-hmm. of taking the time for meditation for, mm-hmm. you know, in meditation, we're not just getting familiar with our nature as stable, vast, immediate presence, but we're also getting familiar to some degree with the nature of mind and mind's um, self-releasing quality, emotion self-releasing quality, you know, perception, phenomena self-releasing quality. And it's kind of like to the degree that we're more able to recognize uh, how solid what is real is and how self-releasing, you know, that which naturally comes and goes. Um, It is possible to be in the presence of someone um, uh, while noticing the truth and and then being curious to see what's gonna come through. It's kind of like we get to rely on the intelligence, the spontaneous intelligence of the moment. You know, it's like, you know, because we could say, oh, this is good, this is good, this is good. But who knows what, what's appropriate in that moment? Maybe like a, like, a, like a clap right in somebody's face or you start singing an Elvis song. That's just the thing. Or the ABCs. The, or the ABCs. <laughs> or, 
<laughs> or start doing a dance. Uh, <laughs> um, um, you know, it's really exciting how, you know, it's like learning to trust that the intelligence that is infinity, that is the universe, that is this moment, knows how to respond to itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. <clears throat> how about, um, I've been thinking, in relation to, to what you're pointing at, mm -hmm. humor, right? Like Very humor. <laughs> you, bring a lot of, you bring a lot of humor to your sat songs and to, you know, your sharings. And I guess there's the question is, it feels to me like people are getting more serious, more, more serious. <laughs> and uh -huh. I actually, I actually wrote this post a couple of weeks ago. We got to really like, wake up the world now. Long I actually, I wrote this post a weeks ago or something, something I was saying, like, if anybody can save us now, it's the comedians, you know? <laughs> To not get to take ourselves so seriously and getting attached to all these beliefs and ideas and self-righteousness and everything, right? Yeah. Um, so what is the value of humor? Like, what do you, what do you see there? And, <laughs> well, right. I mean, it's like when we're laughing, there's no one present. There's no thought mm. present. There's no mind present. It's really like a, a glitch in the matrix. It's really, you know, it's the, it's the, the open ha. <laughs> and and it's, it's so powerful. And, and I love the way you just put it, you know, and, and we've all heard it to some degree and in some you know, different books or different, you know, art at home goods or whatnot, not having to take things so seriously, not having to take our minds so seriously and having to take our beliefs and having to take our idea of what's best for the world. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you know, it's one thing that I find really fascinating. Um, you know, we can recognize the space of peace and then like, okay, yeah, 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 that's great. But <laughs> I got to save the world. I got to save the world. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to change my family's minds. I got to change the world's minds. I got to post this. I got to, um, and, and just what we're doing is contributing to confusion, contributing to suffering innocently. You know, we do, we do better when we know better. Um, but it'd be really, really, really sweet, uh, for, for beloveds to recognize that they have the option to rest as full on peace right now, even before the world wakes up, even before um, the point of view of a 5D universe appears in what is always stable, awareness itself, or the point of view of a 13D world or a, whatever the idea of heaven is, you know, that's but a thought appearing now. Where is it ever going to appear? Now. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, let's talk about something else that's happening a lot right now, which is conspiracy theories. Oh, I love so. conspiracy theories. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> They're so crunchy. So, we don't need to get into like specific details unless you want to. Yeah. I'm, I'm more interested in like the idea, conspiracy theory is a story, Yeah. right? But then what we are, be, be what we're given by the media is also a story. Yeah. Right. So it seems like people can get attached and identified to either story, not recognizing that they're both stories. Right. Yeah. yeah. But then another thing I would say is, and we are, we are running stories in our mind. Right. Yeah. It's just a matter of not getting attached and identified as this is, you know, this is the absolute truth. 
right? So anywhere you want to go with any of that, what, what are you seeing as far as this realm? Because it's just really prevalent right now, you know? <laughs> it is so prevalent. And what's really interesting is that it's really prevalent, especially if there isn't a basis, uh, an understanding of what, you know, um, let's say the basic space of reality is. Mm -hmm. um, when we don't recognize the stability that is this aware moment yeah. and don't recognize the stability to be who we are, mm -hmm. you know, we're so easily swept up in all these different points of view and all these different stories and all these different ideas. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and we're constant look, constantly looking for a safe place to land on, mm. you know. And usually we land on quicksand over and over again mm. because a story is going to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And it's not going to um, capture the complexity and, and the, the totality of, of, of the wild, untamed life emerging and blossoming as itself mm -hmm. that we're experiencing right now. Yeah. Um, and so, gosh, it can be so scary. And then that's why we feel like we need to protect that ledge, that story, that space of comfort, mm -hmm. that, uh, that, um, that, that, that mythology that's going to lead us into the promised land, that religion, mm -hmm. um, that sacred belief. We need to protect it with all of our might. And, um, and so much gets overlooked when we're in that space. And, 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 you know, we're not engaged in, in critical thinking. We're not, right. uh, we're not coming from a place of innate wisdom. We're not yeah. valuing love. You know, we're not valuing the sacred um, sovereignty of every being in the mm. cosmos, every being on the planet. Mm. Um, you know, we're just, we're just caught up in, in our story. And then that's where the, the true conspiracy theory is is this idea of you and your and your life <laughs> you and your survival <laughs> and what everything is in relationship to that is <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's so 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 very wondrous and um and one moment even with all the apparent things happening in one honest moment of rest so an honest moment of rest is a second of just taking a micro dose of reality a second of not having to know anything, like mm -hmm. not have to know that you're a person for a second. The next second, be a person. You not have to know that you're on a planet. The next second, be on a planet. Not have to know that you're in a universe. Not have to know that there's something called ignorance or enlightenment or awakening. Like really, truly not have to know anything and, and, and see in your own direct experience what's present in that space. Beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> I think what's interesting about conspiracy, I think there's a few things that are interesting about it. Because you and yeah, I will talk about fun hear. stuff like aliens and Bigfoot. And all Yay! We talk about that stuff, oh, I love you know? Bigfoot. I love so first of all, it's just too. fun. It's fun. Yes. As, long as, you, as long as you know it's fun. You're not taking it too literally, you know. So, so yeah. there's that. And then there's kind of getting caught in conspiracy theory and thinking the theory is truth when it's actually just a theory, you know. Yeah. And but then, then also there, uh -huh. I just want to say one other thing, there, yeah. and there are actual conspiracies that actually do happen, and yeah. it's good to notice them and, and be aware of them, and you know, yes. have a, yeah. So there's there's kind of a there's a lot going on there. Where I feel people get tripped up is you know in this idea that um, something outside of oneself, 
whether it be the unfolding of something, the revelation of something, the undoing of something, the awakening of something, that something outside of ourselves uh, has a say over the well-being of our of our of our present right. moment. Right. You know, right. has something right. to do with peace, has something to do right. with freedom. And right. that's just not true, you know. And because we rely so much on these stories, rely so much on these narratives, rely so much on these images and these ideals and these mm -hmm. interpretations and these hopes and these wishes and these, uh, and these uh, um, uh, prophecies, um, we overlook very innocently the total well-being. In this moment, um, the war is over. In this yeah. moment, the fear is over. In this moment, the pain is over. Um, in this moment, the suffering is over. This moment, you know? Uh, and so it's so very interesting, you know, because it's, there's all these stories from all these other stories and all these, um, and, and told from all these different uh, reference points. Um, mm -hmm. And it just does not, you know, it, it does a disservice. It ends up just being another way for separation to continue to justify its existence. Another way for mind to continue to fuel um, its, its belief in, in, in fragmentation. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the wholeness gets overlooked. Yeah, so it's like we have this huge allegiance to false problems. And because there's a huge allegiance to false problems, we get really busy at, at what are the false solutions. We think they're real problems and we think they're real solutions and they have no substance of their own. <laughs> and in the absolute essence, there's, there is no problem, correct? And no problem. No, no <laughs> atom at a place, no thought at a place, no body at a place, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I was thinking, I was looking at problems Mm -hmm. um, I actually kind of saw the angle through crossword puzzles. Oh, and I it love was basically this. <laughs> like it was like, oh, we like problems. We like to have problems. We like to we like to Absolutely. try to solve problems. It's like yes. a game we create. Mind we love like problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know the video game you're trying to get from level one to level two. You know. Yeah, like, they're so fun. They're so adventurous. They're so exciting. They're so mm -hmm. thrilling. <laughs> and it's like, but it's only fun if we recognize that it's a game we're choosing to play for fun, right? Otherwise, it's not. And it's not that's fun. An option. And yeah, it's an option. Yeah, right. This is what what both of our lives just can't help but be about is this yeah. invitation to recognize, hey, there's an option here. Yeah. yeah. If it's not fun, if it's scary, you can take a moment to look at it from a different perspective. Yeah. And I think the one other thing I'd say about what you're talking about is you, you come from this just open uh, awareness and you're just allowing that kind of higher intelligence, if you want to call it that, to move through. Uh -huh. Then you can perceive it you can there's a much the ability to perceive if someone's being deceptive to you or trying to manipulate you or trick you or that's your best chance <laughs> of noticing that <laughs> absolutely and being aware of that. absolutely yeah. it's it becomes yeah. so clear it's like yeah. the way you're able to see how mind tricks itself and your own uh -huh. being you know it's like internal external Mm -hmm. same thing it's like oh yes look at look at mind engage with itself and and then it's like thank you for the suggestion oh i really appreciate your willingness to share that oh um 
you know, uh, that's, that's really fascinating perspective. Yeah. And, um, and I notice it's not my experience. Mm. I notice it's not my experience. I had a friend the other day um, being almost blue in the face, wanting to convince me that we're experiencing a, a war of good and evil. Yeah, that's pretty common right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had such compassion for this beloved because I could see that they really wanted me to agree that that's what's happening right now is that there's a war of the dark and, and the light. And, um, and, and of course, you know, once that is acknowledged and once that is, is agreed with, then it's like, what side are you going to be on? And, um, and maybe, I don't know if we can still be friends if you're not on the, on the side that I think is the lighter or, or on the right, you know, just so much wound up mm -hmm. in that attempt. Um, there was another interesting thing that was, was happening a couple months ago where uh -huh. it's like, if you're silent, you're part of the violence and all, all this sort of thing, right? So it's kind of this idea of like, you have to choose a side. And if you don't choose a side, you're not being a good citizen. You're not, you're, you're not a caring person. So that's a yes. whole narrative people have too. Yes. Well, you know, that's kind of like uh, looking at things as black and white, looking at things as right and wrong. Um, and that to some degree has its place. You know, this, this openness doesn't exclude any of the ways that, that, that um, we can say the universe is, is meeting itself, that the mm -hmm. universe is loving itself, the universe is learning um, and evolving through itself. Mm -hmm. um, but, but what gets missed is that there's an, also an organic quality to this unfolding. There's also an, a divine timing, we can say, um, to this unfolding. There's also a wild and, uh, you know, it's like no matter how um, sophisticated we may get it, how something might work, there's always the element of life being free and life not being limited to our thought about how something should be, to our thought about how humanity should be, to our thought about how quickly humanity should evolve or not. You know, it's like, there's, there's, a, there's a rhythm here. There's a rhythm here. <laughs> Trusting the process. That's an option. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, let's get into this, you know, kind of like uh -huh. there's this feeling, this impulse to make a better world, to create a beautiful. world that's more, yeah, uh -huh. more, as I was going to say, more beautiful. Yeah. An impulse world. and a vision. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Impulse and a vision. Well, that's, that's an interesting thing too, because I feel like we're actually lacking a vision right now. Okay. Right? Uh -huh. A lot of people are, are you know, I'm against this, I'm against that, I don't like this, yes. I don't want this. I don't, yes. It's like, when you, we don't have money, we don't hear like, what are we moving towards? What are we creating? Yeah, together? what are you for? Right? Uh -huh. Yeah, what are you mm -hmm. for? What, what's your vision? Give me a vision that excites me and you know, inspires yeah. me and we'll create it. So there's that. And then there's the same time, there's a sense of like, it's just a timeless now, you know? And it's, yeah. there's, there's nothing, there's nothing to, to move for in, in, in the future. So yeah. like, talk about this, it seems like it's two different things. Yeah, well, what's cool is that when we're not engaged and not possessed by our stressful thinking, by our stressful stories, our stressful narratives, mm -hmm. um, all of a sudden we're available for the vision. We're available um, uh, to move in the direction of, of what delights us. We're available uh, for solutions. We're available for innovation. We're available for creativity. And, um, 
And that's what's really sweet about recognizing the already established. Am I still here? That yeah. disappeared. Sorry, that was a battery notification. We're here. Yay, batteries. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the already established peace and, and, and freedom of the moment. It's like heaven's here and how does it want to unfold? Heaven is here and how does it want to come through? Peace is here and how does it want to express itself? How does it want to garden? How does it want to educate? How does it want to, um, where does it see uh, uh, the, you know, let's say there's things like restorative justice. There's things like yeah. um, sustainable living. There's all of these come from an available open heart, you know, um, not limited and not demonizing the world of the past. You know, when we're caught up in demonizing the world of the past and we're caught up in, 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 in hating, you know, the way things have been done, you know, we're just all of a sudden turning into that same thing. We're being that same energy, you know, with all the righteousness we can muster. Um, but yet again, we're overlooking the option to be the available resource, you know, you know, to be the this phrase, thing. this phrase came into my conscience, I think sums it up. I love it. I wrote it down. If I can read it. <laughs> create, create the vision of the future out of the fullness of now. Beautifully put. Create the vision of the future out of the fullness of now. That's maybe exactly that's, what I say. The title I, of this. High five. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I love you, self. It's so sweet. You too. Yeah. <laughs> anything it's else? You, anything else you want to share that uh, feels like it's would be valuable to when it comes through in this moment? Yeah. Um, I can share a little piece of a new song I wrote. Okay. <laughs> I've talked a lot. Let me just say something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Let's see, I'll just sing the verse in the chorus of this, of this song. Um, it says, We've been through some situations, journey through some tangled webs, bobbed by offenses adorned with pieces of where our hearts have torn. Our eyes have seen some twisted faces. Our ears have heard some angry roars. Our feet kept searching. Our souls kept yearning for solid ground restored. For solid ground once more. Somewhere deep inside, we know we stand as tall as the kindest tree in the forest, the one that serves as home for big and small, whom we adore and whom adore us. It's like we've always known that something vital was all. It's like we've always known 
that something vital was on. Somewhere deep inside, we know that who we are is a love, is love, love. Somewhere deep inside, we know that who we are is love. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <Okay>. Thank you. <laughs> How can people plug more into what you're doing in the world? Um, they can go find me on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. Um, Ash Ruiz. You're on TikTok now too? I am. Oh, it's so cool. funny. What a like, great. you know, it's like, <laughs> okay, well, what's the universe saying to itself right now? <laughs> so, so fascinating. All these vignettes of the moment. Um, Let's see, uh, Illusion Slicer on Instagram. You can go to my website, ashruiz.com. And uh, yeah, um, you can see the different things that I'm doing, whether it's satsangs or um, online groups that I've been doing. And um, if you're curious about some mentorship, um, that's also an option. Yeah. <laughs> and are you doing satsang like a, a regular time or is it just kind of whenever it happens? Um. On the Facebook, they're always spontaneous when I do Facebook Lives. Sometimes Great. at like 2 in the morning, sometimes at <laughs> 4 in the afternoon. Sometimes, sometimes I'm, like, I'm all dressed up. Sometimes I'm just like this. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm going to be doing the Monday in-person live stream satsangs every Monday at 7 p.m. Yeah. here in Boulder. Yeah. Great. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Sal, for being here. You're welcome, Sal. So wonderful Thanks. to talk to you and see you. Thanks, everybody. Bye, beloveds. <laughs>